Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on. On 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, Sheila. Welcome back to Tip Today. Now, as you know, we're with you every weekday morning from 9. And just after 9 o'clock this morning, uh, lovely Joe spoke to me. And she told us some stories about ghosts and about her experiences that she had with her mother following her, her passing. It was just, just fascinating. Let me give you a, a little piece from that. Mammy came back to me, but she honestly said she would. She, she said to me, you know, if there's a way back, I'll come back and tell you. And, and your mother, I, she did come back to you, did she? She, she, I, she frightened the living bejesus out of me. <laughs> <laughs> the poor old creator, she had only went in Clonmel Hospital, she died. And I was I, I was staying uh, down with Daddy because I wanted him to be on his own, like, you know, and when everyone left the house, I thought, right, I'll stay here with the creator, it's nice. Mm. And he says to me, will you go in? I'm sleeping in your mother's room. Like, you know, old people that time, they didn't sleep with one mother. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said, oh, Jesus won't, Daddy. No, I said, I'll stay here on the couch. But I said, you'd want to go into bed because the will long all day tomorrow. Yeah. And anyway, he went off into bed. And I was sitting on the end of the, the couch. Now, that's 30 years ago. I was sitting on the end of the couch and I was looking up at the little window in the alcove and I used smoke fags that time. Mm. Dirty habit. Anyway. Um, I was looking up the window and I thought, well, I have a fag, I want to have a fag before I lie down on the couch and I got an old blanket out of the hot dress. Um And I was just, and I just turned back and beholding was that she was sitting on the bloody chair where she normally sat across no with the dirtiest grit. But she wasn't sick. That was the funny part of it. And she loved red. She was actually dressed in red. And oh, the dirtiest grin, well, I got up. And I forgot the fag. Yeah. I forgot over I got home and I went into Daddy's room. And Daddy had a little tiny armchair yoke at the end of the bed. And I go, Daddy, can I stay here? <laughs> All I got was a grunt. And that's Joe speaking to me this morning just after nine o'clock uh, with her um, tales and, and absolutely incredible stuff. We really have to speak to her at, at length about what she's experienced all her life by way of paranormal stuff and all of that. Anyway, let's go get back to the real world. I'm delighted to be joined in the studio now for our health slot by Muriel Cuddy. And Muriel, of course, the CEO of Marito uh, 8020 in Clonmel. Good morning to you, Muriel. Good morning, Fran. And good to see you. you. You're going to speak to us today about the anti-diet culture that's out there at the moment. Will you, will you just explain that, Muriel? You know, and isn't this really controversial? It's very much so. Even yeah. for you to say the words anti-diet, etc. Yeah. yeah. And you know, before I even start, anyone that knows me and anyone that comes into clinic or listens to me here knows exactly the page I'm on with this. Mm. So I suppose the anti-diet culture is the fat acceptance movement, mm. the fatosphere that they're actually talking about it at the minute. It wasn't, I suppose, social media didn't start it, but social media has given it a platform. Um, and what it is, is is to say it's okay to be overweight, it's mm. okay to be obese. And I suppose from my point of view, it's the fact that there's no shaming in, you know, that's that's not the, that where this, I suppose, where, where mm. I'm coming from. Um, it's the fact they're glorifying the fact that it's okay to be three, four, five stone overweight or whatever. I don't think it affects 
um, say our generation, Fran, but I think it most certainly affects the younger generation coming through because like we're talking about like one in five of our teenagers are overweight um, and stats like are 61% of people in Ireland are overweight or obese, you know, so uh, the World Health Organisation will tell you the fallout from it is just phenomenal. Like mm. the, the illness that that's there in relation to being overweight or obese is just like right. unbelievable. So I suppose from my point of view, I don't want the younger generation to actually think it is okay to be two stone overweight or three stone or four stone overweight. That's not healthy. That's mm. not the way life should go. And that's not the way we were reared. We were reared like as in you eat your meals, etc. And if you were a little overweight or whatever, you got out and you ran and you got on the bike or you done whatever it is. Mm. So I suppose I'm really coming from the health side of things here as in it's not okay to be overweight that we need to be healthy, you know. Right. But there's lots of reasons why somebody is overweight then. Of course. So that's and that's not to shame anybody who's overweight. Um, and But something can be done about not it. Not in a million years. Yes. But I just feel for the younger generation, it's not okay. Say, you'll see the girls go around to the belly tops like and there's like a massive belly hanging out between the belly and the trousers. Mm. We wouldn't have been able to do that or been allowed to do it in our time. Mm. And that's not okay. And I suppose it's just being really honest and being really what would you say? Reflective about this that we can actually talk about it yes. without saying we're shaming, shaming people that are obese. We're not. I deal with it every day and I know there are so many issues in relation to somebody being overweight or obese. It could be medical driven as in antidepressants etc. Anything on that side. It can be what I talk about every day in relation to the leptin and the hormones. Mm. You know mm. because they drive it like hunger signals in the brain like powerful hormones affect and alter the chemistry of your brain to make you overeat and you're just not able to control that. It releases the brain releases dopamine. So it releases dopamine when, when we when we eat food and yes. the more wrong foods we eat the more dopamine it releases so it's really hard to actually get it right and, and, and you know sort out that world but we do have to try and it isn't okay to be unwell and, un, 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 and unhealthy yes. and we saw during COVID like if somebody was obese they were like so, you know, um, more likely to uh, yes. catch COVID. I saw one of the big influencers where that it's okay to be obese um, movement is because she actually died. Yes, she, she passed that's away. right. Yeah. That's right. There's, um, she was a name? very young woman. There's, yeah. there's one of the singers that actually came on telly. She was as fit as a fiddle. Now, she was probably about four stone overweight. And I actually took my hat after my lads were there mm. or whatever. And I said, oh, my God, she can move. Mm. Um, and Saskia started telling me then, oh, she puts up her on Instagram, um, all her food and all mm. her workouts and all the different bits and pieces, yes. she said. So, you know, don't know why she is so overweight or whatever. She said she's normalising it for everyone that it's OK to look like this. And, you know, if somebody is very healthy and their health markers are where they need to be, we are all different sizes. Yes. Like you so have, that's fine. Well, you have Shetland ponies and you have yeah, racehorses. of course. Yeah. And greyhounds and terriers so yeah. we are all different so like somebody might be like their happy place might be 12 stone mm. somebody else and they come into me and I say this to them by looking at them somebody comes in and they're 19 stone or something they'll say to me I'd love to be 12 and I'm like well I actually think your happy place is about 14 or 14 and a half right. that's where okay. you can eat really well we'll get your health markers where they need to be you know, and you're well and right. you're fit and all that. So bits. everybody's treated different. They, they, they have a different story, a different body, different metabolism. All Completely. That, yeah. And different issues in relation to yes. why they're overweight. So some, yes, it's hormonal driven. Some it's medication. Some it's genetic. Some it's literally their parents were overweight as in because maybe they ate wrong and they saw it from at home and it yes. just carried through. So every single person is completely different. Yeah, is this 
as bad as the opposite, where at one stage, maybe still going on to some extent, where you were being lauded for being extremely skinny and to the point that it was bad for your health. It's the same thing, you it's see. The same thing, so we yeah. had all the skeletal models that are out there. Yes. So now they actually think it's really good that we can do the other side. So right. we have the overweight models. But you know, it's, it's, it's actually proven the magazines that put the overweight models on it don't sell half the amount of magazines as what the skeletal models do. So people still have this thing of, and you know it is, we're all, we're image driven. Mm. Like everything is mm. edited and all the bits and pieces and you know, you can't take a picture of anyone and you're more yeah. like, and don't put that up until you, whatever, you know. So like, yes. so we know image is so important like, mm. and that's, that's what's driving all of this. It's really good that people are pushing it out there that, you know, a little yes. overweight, we are all different body shapes, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not okay that we can actually create this community of let's go ahead and let's be obese and whatever because yes. it's not right. And that brings to, I mean, my perception would be that it's old, well, middle-aged people coming to you with weight problems, but are you finding younger people are coming to you? Oh, Fran, we have everyone. We have, like, parents bringing in their kids to us that are now the youngest I take is around 11 because they're I can start educating and they yes. they understand what I'm talking about or whatever but yeah I have 11 year olds I have every age from that age up along with parents that are really really worried the kids are leaving primary school heading into secondary school uniforms matches training all the different bits and pieces uh, and when the parent brings the child in the child is bothered and upset as well mm. and they're worried about this coming through and at 11 like to have these issues in your head so that's what I'm actually saying like the fat shame inside is there as in they're bullied in school for being overweight but where do you normalise it? Where is the happy medium like? Yes. Because health for me is the number one. It's not body size or body shape. Health is the number one, but it's every age. And I think that teenage group coming all the way up into um, young 20s or whatever, mm. you see the size is getting bigger. Like the normal size now is a 16 to an 18. The normal size would have been 10 to 12 in the beginning, 12 to 14, but it's getting bigger and it's getting normal to be Right, and the size. result is we have huge health Well, issues. we have high blood pressure, high cholesterol. These are the ones I see every day. Like we have blood sugars, we have the sleep apnea, um, stroke, you've gallbladder disease, you have how many types of cancer, your quality of life, like there's then the mental illnesses, like because people's diets aren't right. So like you have the depression, anxiety, all that side of it. So I'm seeing it every single day. I get tears every single day from so many people that come in. I'm like, you sit back and you wonder to yourself, how do I deal with this? Mm. Where do I take this? How do I get to the bottom of it or whatever? So a lot of people, yes, we can help because they're with us because they're ready to get help. Yes. You know, but I just don't like the fact that social media is normalising it because it's not normal to be unhealthy. That's like, we none of us feel well if we're unhealthy. You talk about your wine and you talk about mm. the food side yeah. of things and the struggles and all the different bits yeah. and pieces. Everybody knows it. Everybody has a story on some level of ill health, wherever yes. it comes from. But overweight and obesity drive so many health issues. So that's something that we can't normalise. And do people look at you and say, you look fantastic and stuff? I mean, you couldn't possibly have issues with that. But I mean, I know from, from chatting yeah. to you that, I mean, you, you know, you're in the gym every day. You you know, you, you have to work very hard. All the issues are there. Yeah. My background, say like I've said about daddy um, yeah. and he had cardiovascular disease, etc. Um, genetically, on my side of the family, yes, there would be weight issues, metabolisms, etc. Yes. My, my kids, the four of them, the ones that have the O'Sullivan genetics are pre 
predisposed. Predisposed yeah. to yeah. gaining weight. The ones that have the other side aren't. Right. So like the genetic side is there. I know it. I know myself if I don't eat well. I can feel straight away that that, that that black hole is there like it is with anybody else that you actually feel energy levels are on the floor. Even like we've 40 steps in the building or whatever. Mm. You feel the le- your legs are like lead. All yeah. the different sides to it. So I work hard every single day at trying to feel well. Right. Because I know if I feel well, my world works easier. I fight with my kids every single day, Fran, literally, in relation to eating well. I've told you I do the pint of care sugars. Mm. So I bring home the machines or whatever. Yeah. So I had to bring them home after Christmas because when I got rid of the junk food, it was still appearing behind my back everywhere, literally. I'd see, and that's everybody's house, isn't it? Mm. But when I'd done the pint of care with the sugars, one of the lads in particular, he loves the Luke said sport or whatever mm. so he had his Luke said sport and I said you're not drinking that for a minute and he said why so I made him do his sugars beforehand and they were at 4.3 I left him drink the bottle of Luke said in its in entirety or whatever made him do them afterwards and they were 11.2 wow yes now that was after one bottle that was because it went in instantly and it was there but that was after one bottle now he actually sat up in the stool beside me and he was like oh god and I said can you see why I'm giving out about it right I said if you had drank anything else you wouldn't, they wouldn't have gone up that quickly. You know, like even a bar of chocolate wouldn't have put them up that quickly. I said, there's your energy right. drink. We should be doing this stuff with our kids in school. Like we should be doing it every day instead of doing... That's, that's, uh, that's kind of scary. All but right, you know, all the running around, we're trying to make a move and we're trying to do all of this kind of thing and education, man. We're worried about the anxiety and the depression and all the different bits and pieces. If we put figures in front of them like this, if we've done things like this with them, that they can actually see it themselves. Mm. It's like doing the tests that you put things in water and they see things floating and you make different noises out of glasses and stuff. Like the eye and the visual for kids is the learning. That's, that's what would sell it. That's what changes to, the mindset, them, yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah. it incredible? There is hope. Yeah. For for anybody out there who has a bit of weight on, yeah. I don't know what they, they, there are, and you would have seen success stories over the time. Education and sport, yeah, they're the two words I use all the time. Somebody said to me this morning, Muriel, can you give me a diet sheet? If he's listening now, he'll start laughing. Can you give me a diet sheet? Can you push it together for me so that I know what I need to have or whatever? And I said, No, I'm sorry, I can't. And I say that to everybody. I said, I'm not going to do it for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to educate you on what you need to do. First of all, I'm going to figure out what's wrong. So where is the problem coming from? So is it genetic, whatever, where is it coming from? Where are the health issues? So is there things like cholesterol or sugars or whatever, what's out? And then let us sit down and let us work together over the next whatever to educate you on what works right for your body. Some people, it's this accent, like the weight loss injection. We are doing that since last November. And you know, I'm learning as people are learning in relation to how this works because it's new and, you know, it's new in the in the mm. world of weight loss. And we're actually figuring out, like, for some people, maybe two months is enough that they've established new habits um, that they can actually maintain. Yes. And they've done the education piece so they know what foods to eat. And they're not going to go back down the road of eating what they're eating yeah. in the portion sizes. Yeah. So that's definitely working on some levels. For other people, it's just a complete new mindset. Nutritional, nutrition intolerance is a massive issue, Fran. So many people, there's different things mm. that they're intolerant and they would never have known they are. Tell me about that, because that's something that has come up for you a lot yeah. lately, hasn't it? getting a lot of that lately. And I'm getting that younger. So I'm getting, say, maybe 35, that brigade kind of right through, or that age group kind of right through. Um, I don't know, is it because things slow down, kids come you're not exercising as much, the weight starts going on, people start feeling unwell and all of a shot they're like, well that was always there. So going out to train or whatever, I didn't feel as good or whatever. And when they come into me, they want to get back to where they were. And I know straight away by looking at them whether there's an issue or not. Mm. So in relation to food intolerance, like we talk about the poo and talk mm. about their, your tongue, but we talk about your skin, your pallor, your eyes, all the different bits and pieces. So I can tell before I do before anyone even sits down if there's an issue. And I'll say it to them and they'll say, 
Lord. And then I'll ask him about their history. And we start going down a rabbit hole then of literally, oh my God, this is there since I've been whatever age. Uh, yeah. And we start working on it. So intolerance issues are huge, right? And it can be something very small. But if you clean up the gut and you get those fires put out or whatever, and we get the good bacteria back again, people start feeling better, you know, yeah. and the metabolism. Because I think many of us tolerate things for years and years, you yeah. know, whether it's niggly pains or the way yeah. the tummy behaves. Or yeah. we, we tolerate this. Well, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be farting. Yeah. You shouldn't be burping. Mm. You shouldn't have a bloated stomach that you have to open your button. Mm. You shouldn't need the rescue remedies and the Nexiums and all of these kind of things. Like if you can get your gut right, tablets aren't really needed. Mm. Tablets are a poison for the system. Now, I know in some instances we need them, but we shouldn't be taking them every day. Like if you were taking neurofins and paracetamols and antiacid remedies or whatever every yeah. day. There's, there's something there's, at the core. You're masking an issue. And you need yeah. to find out where that issue is coming we, from. We, we've said it before, and I mean, it annoys the hell out of me that the advertising of these products, uh, these conditions are made normal. Which I said to you before Christmas. Yeah. Like I sat back when I saw it on telly. The guy that was walking through and he was able to go out for dinner and have his wine and mm. he was stressed when he jumped out of bed in the morning and all day long, go, go, no sitting down, all, whatever, and came in at night and he took his tablet and mm. jumped in beside the wife or the girlfriend or whatever it was and you could see everything and his body just went green and beautiful and whatever and he fell asleep and he was able to do exactly the same thing the next day. You know, right. so like, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Well, when really the issue there is all the stressful life that well, he Well, he was masking like, he would, <laughs> yes. it was just literally, what it actually does is just flicks the switch to mask what's actually happening instead of like fixing the problem. Like somebody said to me one of the days the other day, they had really bad psoriasis um, and they were given steroid creams, etc., and different things for it, you know. Um, and they said, is there anything else? Could it be gut related? Could it be, you know, and they were saying, no, no, steroid creams, that'll work. And I said, did it work? And they said, yeah, it did for X amount of time. But now it's back again. And that's why I'm in here. And I said, but the issue wasn't cleared up. Yes. Like, we have to figure out where the issue... Your skin is your gut turned inside out. Right, so just fixing a symptom isn't... Well, there's no one putting cream on the outside. Yeah. Like, your skin is your gut turned inside out. Yeah. So we have to figure out where it's coming from. So, like, if it's stress-related, if it's acidy foods or caffeine or whatever it is, we have to get to the bottom of it. We have to fix it. And then as you go forward, when it comes back again, you know straight away, right, I have to go back and right. sort out what's caused William it. is obviously fond of ordinary leukosades, so he's wondering, is leukosades forward any different? They're both the same, really. Both the same. And you know, this, I'm not going to knock things, as in leukosade sport has a place if somebody is playing sport and they need the electrolytes and they need a certain amount of it. But yes. like, you don't need normal leukosade. Okay, right. And uh, somebody else on about leukosade sports as well being used by elite sports people for heat hydration. And of course, they're yeah. endorsing these products yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, like I said, certain things in moderation like that, if mm. they're playing sport and they need the electrolytes and they get it from that, yes. that's okay. But for kids, the easiest form of getting electrolytes into your kids is, is milk. Right. And chocolate okay. milk after training. And, and uh, the point that you've been making there really with the test is the spike yeah. Sudden oh sure, like like an eleven year old doesn't need Lucasade Sport or a fifteen year old. There was a guy in the gym this morning. He came in. He was probably I'd say about twenty or twenty one, but he walked in like I'm um, strutting his stuff or whatever. You know, at half six this morning, drinking his can of Monster as he was coming. So like that's the first thing he was putting into his system. Sure. Yeah, that was going to give him, like, yeah, whatever <laughs> going to give muscles. Out, he was going to be like, yeah, it's like on steroids, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you tempted at, at times like that to say, look, come here, would you? You really have to bite your tongue. Okay. At, right. it's, yeah, it, like my own poor kids, I suppose because I'm involved in this, they just switch off now. They don't really listen to me anymore. But yeah, when I see people, it just, because I see the fallout, I suppose, Fran, and I've mm. got a lot of backlash because of the weight loss injection. So people have said to me, why and yeah. why would you and you're, you're, no, you're against that or whatever. I'm not. Like HRT, I've been on about for the last two years. 
that if you need to get your hormone level sorted through HRT, you need to take it. Mm. So the weight loss injection for me, one guy was in real trouble. His health markers were like out the, off the, the Richter scale or whatever. And he started on it before Christmas, Fran. His visceral fat level was like 19. It should be at 8 or below 8, right? So that's the fat around your internal organs. Mm. He started at around 7th of December. He went to the Canaries for Christmas, came back into me this Monday. Visceral fat had dropped by three levels. So he's back to just under 16, 15 and a half or something. But his cholesterol, blood pressure and blood sugars have all come down significantly. And he's lost 12 pounds in weight. Wow. Now, he struggled all his life. Literally, he sits every day or drives or whatever it is. I was just blown away by that. That to me is like the success of something that has no contraindications, doesn't affect... It brings the health markers down. He said he feels like right. a million percent. And it gives him a start. Yes. I suppose, and it's a tool. Well. And like he, the other thing was he said to me, the habits have started. He said, I wouldn't dream of going into a filling station now and buying a bar of chocolate. Mm. You know, he said, I know I don't need I it. Yeah. So that's what it's about. Absolutely. Indeed. Even yeah. though I hear that a lot of those uh, drugs, uh, there's such a, a, a want yes. for them now that they're gone off. them. People just... They can't um, get them in the pharmacy. They can't, but you know, it's interesting to know, just for anyone that's listening now, because Saxenda is very dear, so it's €250 Euros just for the injection, right? But if somebody has underlying conditions now, you can actually get it through your GP right? Um, free. So they have to download a form and if you've three of the high blood pressures, etc. So that's good to note. So I know they're... they're um, yeah, I think the Ozempic is very hard it's, to get It's, it's gone. That's gone right. across right across Europe, yeah. But is it for anyone that's listening, the fact that you can, can actually get it through your GP, whether they'll give it or not, I don't know. Right. But if you have underlying uh, conditions, it's definitely worth looking into. Right, very good. If people yeah. want to talk to you, Muriel, or your team, how can they do that? Yes, so it's 052 61 Four eight double eight uh, one. Uh, what what about plans for Marito yes. for the year? Have you exciting stuff coming up? Well, we actually have. We put a post up, and we got loads of questions afterwards. On Sunday was Sunday New Year's Day. We were back in on the Sunday on New Year's Day um, to plan for the new year, or whatever. Yes. We can't talk about it as yet, but yes, we have big plans for the new year. So oh. we're adding in lots of things into the Clamell Clinic, but um, there's other plans for like we have a big space downstairs and everything. Uh, so hopefully by April May we'll have the doors open there. That Very good. She's saying all this on. with a big smile. Yeah. So the yeah. great, great excitement yeah. on that. That that phone number once again, Muriel. Um, oh five two six one four eight double eight one. Okay. Very good. And great to talk to you, Muriel. You Thanks very much indeed. Eleven twenty five. Back in a moment. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie